What's happening, everybody? It is your girl, Dr. Dia, with the Community Wellness New Norm Podcast with the team, y'all. We got the whole team on. Uh, we got Janet, who is the producer for the day, but she's also going to be bringing us word on the street. We got Ian, who's got us with the writer's block, which is going to be how we can use creative writing and prevention. We got our guy, Delicious, out here with these essentials. Everything you need to know about fashion, beauty, self-care, and how that all ties to prevention. Can't forget about my girl, Christy, with Kicking It With KP, with that inspirational nugget that you're going to need. And just know at the Norm Podcast, we are where, where community meets wellness. So welcome, y'all. We, we the squad right now. So let's get into it. Let's, you know what I'm saying? We, we kicking this off in uh 2020 janet gave us our topic so what how was everybody's weekend what was what was new as we ground out 2020. well my weekend oh uh, man my week was pretty much uh just chilling yes i look i feel you on that chilling enjoying family and friends all that good stuff. Look at, at the social distance. Whatever. What's everybody else talking about? Mine was decent. Got snowed in, so got a little snow. Um, but yeah, it was overall. It was good. Was that time out, Christy? With the flex. Where was you at with, with the snow? Hold on. Look, I was in Tennessee, all the way over there, in the mountains, with no service. Had no service. Um, no cable. <laughs> no service. No cable. No Wi-Fi. No, nothing. But I will say it was it, it turned out being good because it gave us a chance, pretty much like the rest of the year, gave us a chance to reflect, embrace one another, um, find the simple things to enjoy. So overall, it was good, though. Nice. Nice, nice. What about you, Ian? Ian, Ian the, the chill one of the bunch. I'm going to see. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I just stayed at home. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. much all I did. Uh, I dropped my gifts off to my mom. I came home and played Xbox until I had to come back to work. So I had a pretty, I mean, it was pretty relaxing. So I had fun. That's what's up. That's what's up. What you do, Janet? Well, I just went home with my family and just chill with them. Um, we did not get any snow. I was extremely disappointed. Um, but hey, that's all I pretty much did and just kind of kicked it with them. That's what I was. Yeah, because I did get snow in Atlanta. Did y'all see that? That it snowed mm. in Atlanta for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They did get snow over there, but it missed us. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, I know, right? So uh, moving on to our uh, segment with Janet and the word on the street, man. What tell us something good? What's going on? Okay, so hello, everybody. As you know, as always, it's your girl Jan bringing you something to think about. And word on the street is that we're supposed to be receiving our stimulus checks really soon. Um, an amount of six hundred dollars, I believe. But I think with families, was it twelve hundred? Anybody hear about that? No. With married couples, it was twelve hundred, and then it's like six hundred per child. Yes. So, um, 
the latest, I think they said that um, Trump went ahead and, you know, signed it into place. So word on the street is we're supposed to be receiving our stimulus pretty soon. And also, um, Dr. D, you may have to help me in on this one a little bit, but the student loan forgiveness. Yeah, I just saw an article about that said that um, HBCU uh, graduates who have private loans, some of those loans will be forgiven. So, you know, I definitely want to know the word on the street on that piece because as an HBCU grab myself, look, we could always use that love there. So, yeah. Right. And uh, we had a discussion um, just about, you know, the, the election um, that passed not too long ago. But I think about how a lot of people, you know, uh, we don't say a lot of millennials or people that have like student loan debts. I think they voted, you know, for Biden and Kimberly uh, just because uh, people were kind of sold on uh, the student loan forgiveness. And, I, you know, I've been seeing a whole bunch of like posts about them go ahead and <laughs> try to get rid of that uh and a lot of people are just like kind of waiting um they do need to kind of I, I don't i think the for the ladies that i've been hearing that's something that they've been working on but you know when you got you have debt it, it just can't come you know soon enough so mm -hmm. i mean uh go ahead i don't know i mean i think that's a good idea i don't know why it's just the hbcu um, the weekend forgiveness on, but I take that because I did not attend the HBCU. Um, but either way, I would have took it if I did. Um, but I guess I'm just a little perplexed because I had these conversations with um other people about just the loan forgiveness or, or paying back student loans. Period. Now, granted, ideally, when you do graduate, they want you to pay two and three hundred dollars a month, assuming that you can pay that right off. We know that's not true. But nope. I think what a lot of people don't remember or know is that they have a lot of programs. Um, well, all you have to do is call and they require you to just send in your pay stubs, depending on how often you get paid. And that's how they determine how much you pay. So before I went back to get my message, I was only paying some one year. I was only paying thirty five dollars and the next year I had to pay nothing. So, you know, just tapping into those resources, because, I mean, you know, it is a lot. It's a lot to consider, but you want to, you know, continue to educate yourself. But at what cost? So I just tapping into those resources, I think, that are available would help a lot of people, too. Yeah, that's the income based repayment program. The only, It's a great program. The only downside to it is that your loans are still accruing interest. So even though you're technically as far as your credit score goes, you're caught up on your loans by paying 35 a month or zero dollars a month your loan is still going up every single month because you're getting interest every that's like part of it with the uh loan repayment like you might have i know people who had, who took out like say fifty thousand dollars in loans they paid fifty thousand dollars back but they still owe sixty thousand dollars because they still so you know they paid all that money it's like they didn't do anything because you still have all that interest that adds up so it's almost like a never-ending cycle with how the loans go but income based is good because it keeps you out of default and it doesn't it actually in a way helps your credit score because it looks like your payments are on time but then on the flip side it hurts your credit score because the debt that you have still is going up even though you might have like with me i graduated from uh with my doctor in no way and i'm still so, okay. so 
you know, that's kind of the other piece of, of the uh, cancel the debt movement. And that's all that I have on Word on the Street. All right, Jenna with the hot tea in the beginning. So uh, now let's hear from Ian and the writer's blog. What we got, Ian? Hey, y'all. So good morning, or good afternoon, as I should say. Um, my name is Ian Brigham. I'm the Community Wellness Preventionist, Prevention Specialist for Randolph County. And this segment is called The Writer's Block. And in this segment, I aim to convey how creativity um, and creative expression can be a tool to overcome anxiety. And I feel anxiety is an all-time high due to COVID-19 right now. Um, you know, I feel like um, creative writing is another form of artistic experience that benefits your health, both mentally and emotionally. So, um, you know, I feel like by being able to express yourself create creatively, you're putting words to how you feel. A lot of people don't know how to express themselves well. Um, and I feel like you can have a lot of fun, not just by like maybe like writing in a journal, but actually like writing a song or maybe writing a poem. Poetry is a good way to get into creative writing. That's how I got into creative writing, which elevated me to get into music, which elevated me into like making beats. So um, it's been a real lifesaver for me um, this year as far as creative writing goes. Um, I feel, um, for one, you don't need to be fancy. You don't have to have fancy equipment. You don't have to have a computer to be a creative writer. All you really need is a canvas, piece of paper, um, and a pen. And creative writing and creative expression doesn't necessarily, um, is necessarily directed towards writing or making music or writing poetry. Um, dance is incorporated in that. Um, art is incorporated with that. Writing in a journal, just writing down how you feel, just, just keeping an account of your emotions, keeping an account of how the day makes you feel, keeping an account of, you know, um, the path that you're going on during this troubled time is very important to keep you grounded. Um, so yeah, um, there's a lot of things you can do creatively. You can search ways that you can, you know, little um, exercises you can do to sharpen your creativity. Um, but I want to leave y'all with one last thing, and that's a quote. And it was a quote that I found uh, digging around trying to put together uh, my segment. And the quote is, um, the hardest thing about writing is sitting down to write. And when, when I read that, I was like, wow, that's something I'm struggling with right now. Like, I have all these ideas, I have all these things that I want to do, I have all these concepts, but I'm not, I'm not following through with them with everything. Um, and plus, take take one day at a time. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to paint a mural or like write a like a whole song and an expressive dance in one day. Um, <clears throat> take it one day at a time, and if you feel stuck, also. It's not bad to take a break and just sit it, set it to the side, do something else, um, and just let let it breathe and come back to it. So, just remember, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling kind of overwhelmed, if you're feeling like a little bit of anxiety, just write down how your how your anxiety is making you feel, or how the day is is heightening your anxiety. And by writing that down, you also address it and you release it. So. 
um, that's just a little bit of uh, advice, a little bit of, uh, you know, something to help us go through the rest of the day and the rest of the year. And um, I'll be back with more information, with more um, exercises we can do during the writer's block. Okay, Ian, cheers to you. That was dope. Thanks. And shout out to our producer with the fancy fingers. <laughs> we see you Fingers, okay. All right, so uh, we got Darikius, AKA DJ with uh, D's Essentials, man. So tell us, tell us what's we want to hear about. Uh-oh, D, you muted. These essentials, we can't hear you. You muted. Can you hear? No. Yes. Let's try to get. Hey, can you hear me? Hello. We hello. Hey. One, two. Mike, check. Mike, check. Y'all can hear me. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to. That needs to be one of these essentials. But however, uh, hey everybody, this is Dariki. Is here with these essentials. Uh, where beauty and wellness comes together um, and like a healthy youth equals a healthy life. So since it's New Year's, well, New Year's is coming up and we're doing our, our countdowns and things like that. These Essentials has his top 10 counts, countdowns for essentials. So the first one is, um, you know, right now everybody's Oh man, I say it sounds so good too. Like I was so ready to hear it. Man, we can't hear you, man. He was You know, I think lit. Look, look. He can't hear me. No, and he was just going in. Going in, right? He was giving us some good stuff too. I can say, look. Dang, he I know, right? He may need to go in there with Ian. Uh, right. he may need to use Ian's for a second. Uh, yeah, what the needs to come, yeah, I know, yeah. I want to get to uh, All right, sorry about that. Since we're on essentials, Dorikis needs some new computers. That needs to be one of his first essentials. Um, but uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Dorikis, and this is D's Essentials, where beauty, fashion, and wellness come together. I feel like a healthy youth equals a healthy life. Um, and since it's New Year's, well, New Year's is coming up, you know, we have a countdown. So I have my top 10 essentials for. Uh, the winter. Um, winter is all right now. 
we have a, a pandemic epidemic going on where you know um we're not really trying to be dressy and dressing up so it's all about comfortability being comfortable and still looking stylish so i have my top 10 things that i think everyone should make sure that they have the first thing is your outerwear your outerwear would be something like your completer piece this is the completer piece which is something that you're going to put over your wardrobe a coat wool coats uh anything like that that's your outerwear um, <clears throat> um i feel like a uh, outerwear could, could really complete a look whenever you uh, have something that you're putting on, whether it's a T-shirt or a turtleneck or however. When you put that outer piece on, it completes the look. Um, the second thing I think that everyone should have is um, boots. Everyone in the winter needs a pair of boots. Uh, there are different variety of boots, whether they're Timberlands or ladies, you like to wear your, um, your booties or your thigh-high boots or your, your tall boots. Um, Uggs are really in this season. Like everybody wears the Uggs or the really plush boots that's really comfortable. Um, I feel like the next thing is scarves. Everyone needs to make sure that they have scarves. I love a Eternity scarf. A Eternity scarf is a, a, a big scarf that it really doesn't have an ending to it. So it's just, you can wrap it, you can throw it over your head. Um, you can do many things with it. Um, the next thing is your puffer coat. Because what's a puffer coat? A puffer coat is the coats that you will normally see uptown, New York, uh, Chicago. Those are the big poofy jackets that you'll see P. Diddy in, J-Lo. Uh, any of those people that's really urban and they're dealing with uh, cold weather. Um, I have a couple of puffer coats. I actually want one that has the little fur on the on hoodie. Um, those are really trendy right now. Um, beanies. Um, everyone needs a beanie. Like you got to protect your head. You know your head. It's cold outside, so you need something in your head. And uh, Dr. Dia has on a beanie today, and I think it is a completed piece for her look because it just took her, took her look to a whole different level. Um, sweaters. Of course, we got to have sweaters just in case you. Uh, a lot of people don't like to wear anything under their sweaters, but I love to wear a turtleneck or a button down or anything with my sweater. Um, and then sweaters are accessible where you can take it off if it gets too warm or you can put it on and it's not heavy or you don't have to worry about it taking up too much space um, with your look. Jeans. We need our jeans. Jeans are very industrial. Jeans can be dressed up. Jeans can be dressed down. Um, Rip jeans. If you are going to wear your ripped jeans in the wintertime, you should always make sure, ladies, you have on a pair of tights or fellas, make sure you put your long johns on. That way you don't have to take your uh, ripped jeans and feel like they are only for spring and summertime. You actually can wear them in the wintertime and it can still keep you warm if you put something on under like your undergarments, oh. which will be larger with your long johns and stuff. I love putting on my Tims and my ripped jeans and my uh, my long johns and throw my little beanie on and then put my uh my overcoat on it'd be on and popping all right so the last thing protective styles you know look it's winter time you know it's something about wow. us where we don't like to wet our hair in the winter time we can't go outside with our hair wet you know you got to take your shower and then sit down about 30 minutes before you step outside so protective styles with your hair and that goes for male and females if you got hair you need to find a protective style that's going to keep your hair uh healthy 
during this time because a lot of people don't want to have things that's going to take too much maintenance, nor people don't want to do their hair every day. So finding a protective style like braids or um, sew-ins or um, what is it? Uh, I, you have a model right here. Huh? I said you have a model right here. You know, you said working producer. We can't see you. Absolutely. Yeah, That's what I'm really yeah. just, I was really just looking at you guys and then everything that I'm really talking about, you guys are really examples of it, like literally. So um, I see a couple of protective styles right now. Evangelist got her protective style. Teddy <laughs> got her protective style. Like, hey, hey. Uh, Dr. Diaz said she's not going to have her hey, hair hey, on today, so she got her hat on and with the, with yeah. the accessories on it, like everybody's on. Um, and that's all I got for you guys today. So thank y'all for listening to these essentials. Oh, I love it. Together. And look, uh, you made me think about it, y'all. Let's not sleep on the thrift stores. I got a friend, she go thrifting and gets everything. And so I know the list that D gave kind of like, dang, that's a lot of stuff, but Mm. There's ways we can make it happen. That was that was really really good because like you said, thrift this store, thrift store, like really? all this really came from the thrift store, literally. Oh, we got to yes. talk. That's that's gonna yes. be the tea one week. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Definitely teach you how to go into the thrift stores and get quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be good. Yeah, that's that's good. That's that's because like you said, how you look, how you feel, that is wellness. That's self care. You know, so that's that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Well, it's time to jump into it, y'all. Our top 20 moments of 2020. Man. Well, who who wanna who wanna kick it off? Who I'm saying, oh, we didn't talk, so we don't know what each other put down. So right, right. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know. Well, what, I mean, I can start off since I just finished talking. And then so he can get his computer back and I can go possibly make mine work. Um, but my first um, moment was uh, working with the clients at Finley doing their makeup. You guys, it was so much fun. Like just to see the ladies changing in front of my eyes as far as me doing stuff to them. And you can see while they're sitting in the chair, how you put their eyebrows on and they lift up or you or you finish their look and they're just so happy and they stayed in the mirror. So as much as they felt good, I felt well knowing that I had played a part in that with them. Um, my second thing was our staff lunch. Like I was so, believe it or not, I was kind of nervous, you know, cause I'm just meeting you guys, you know, I don't know how you'll take my personality or anything, but but at the end of the day, when we came together, we were eating, you know, we were talking, we was wrapping it up, you know. Yes, we were handling business, but we were also learning each other personally, you know, as a group. And we need those kind of moments to kind of humanize us. Um, my third thing was my very first day. My very first day, uh, again, I was kind of nervous. I didn't know what I was walking into, but uh, it was a lot of paperwork that day. So it kind of took the... the took that 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 nip off of that for me um and just meeting everybody uh i thought christy was evangelist was the boss uh it's just how she she's so put together so i was like let me come in here and be put together too baby let me go on and let me get my stuff together 
Um, so that was another moment. And my final moment was lead trainings. I love the lead trainings. I feel like the lead trainings got us to this point where we can feel comfortable just sitting here wrapping it up, talking, telling about different things that we need, and also get information while it's entertaining. But yeah, those are my four uh, moments of, of 2020. Good job. Hey, oh, those are some good moments. I forgot about our lunch at that pizza spot. I Little know, did we know right. how life could change. Right. Like right after that, the shutdown came, buddy. It did. Like, it did. Yeah, awesome. Well, I guess I'll, I'll jump in and go with my top four. Look, it's not really a leap year house related, but the way it is, but it had to be my number one. That was running for Congress. Like yeah, that had to be on my top 20. So we made history. I was the first black woman to be a congressional nominee in my district. And we got over 103,000 votes, which was the second highest vote count for a democratic nominee. So very proud of that moment. Very proud of my, my team for supporting me and all of Alicia House for supporting me in that process. Um, the next thing uh, that I had on my list was when we initially started our podcast in the beginning. And y'all faces, man, I know I was coming to tell with some stuff, but I'm like, we gotta do this podcast. It's so just exciting, even though like now we're at a, a upgraded level, but just to start it in the beginning was just really exciting for me. And I just saw everybody's potential and I feel like, you know, each one of y'all is dope. Like everybody can see, you know, y'all see everybody see how dope everybody is. And so um, just seeing that unfold was really cool for me. Um, my number three moment, and these are like in no order, but the third thing I wrote down was um, the town hall that I did in Talladega, which led to the proposal, which led to me um, going in front of the city council in Talladega, in the city of Talladega, and getting a vote, a unanimous vote for the city to take over Eastside School. And um, that was in February of 2020. And so um, it was really an awesome moment for me. It was something that I was able to do. It was like a journey as a provincial specialist to doing it. And so to have that all come together was really, really good. So um, we had to put it on pause, of course, because of COVID. But um, a huge Alethea House supporter, Ms. LaWanda Keith, has informed me that they're supposed to start the upgrades on the building next month. So hopefully um, Alethea House will be able to continue to work with the city because uh, the school is a historic school and it will be a great space for us to have programs for the kids. And then my number four thing, um, and my top four, we're just making it to this point in 2020. It has been a year, you guys. And I'm just like, you know, every day you wake up, you never know what you're going to get, what's going to happen just in life. But it would work. I already know. Like, you're going to pay to work and you have a whole new assignment. Look. <laughs> So, you know, those was my top four uh, moments. And let me just say, I love you guys. It's been a fun ride. I would not have wanted to go through the pandemic with any other people besides y'all. It's been been real. Well, I feel like the feeling is mutual, my friend. The feeling is Yes. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and give mine. Um, so my first one for me, which started early on in the year, was creating the vision board. 
Um, for some reason, I have never done that. And it gave me a chance to kind of reflect on me and kind of prioritize what I had been putting in my head and actually putting it on paper or putting it on a board um, to actually see where I'm going, where I've been and what I'm doing. So I, I really enjoyed it. And I know it was more or less for the kids or for the youth we were supposed to be doing it for. But it really um, helped me more than I thought it would. So that would be my number one. My number two, um, I would share with Dorikius, which was working with the clients, the residential clients. Um, being in this profession, you know, you oftentimes hear, do you work with this, those that population? And it's like, no, you know, not directly. So being able to work with that population directly and knowing how your temperance, your personality and your, you know, um, who you are kind of speaks to the level of work that you can render um, and the services that you render, knowing that you are playing a vital point in, the, in these clients' lives. So I think, you know, it just impacted me more than I impacted them. I, um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, so my number, that would be my number two. My number three, I know, yeah, would be actually using this internet um, <laughs> as much as I have this year. This year, I have never, well, I would not say this year, I've never, and I do mean ever, I just made an Instagram account this year. Um, I just started using Facebook and Instagram this year. So it's been one of those years, I guess I was more or less like pushed into social media and using the internet as much because I've never had to use Zoom. One of this. So it kind of took me out of my comfort zone as far as using and utilizing the internet, knowing and seeing how much it can be helpful and how you can reach pe people um, near and far with just a button or two. So I kind of, you know, have been enjoying it, still open to learn more about it. But I think that would be my number three. It probably should have been my number one, honestly. Um, and I guess my last one uh, is just getting a new office. I've been with the Alicia House for a while. And um, not that we've been just set, you know, it's not a sanitary job, but just being able to get a new office with a window. I was just, you know, and a door. It makes, right. Hey. So shout out to um, the Alethea House. Shout out to our supervisor for actually, actually pushing the issue and kind of fulfilling that dream of, <laughs> that dream of ours. I know it was short-lived for D, but me and Ian been pushing for a while trying to get us a new office. So, you know, I think that would be my number four is just getting us a new office. So That's real. Right. It was for real. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. So, I guess I'm going to go. Um, can y'all hear me? Yep. Okay. Loud and cool. All right, cool. So, uh, my top four um, would be uh, I'm going to go. I did two that had to do with the uh, Aletheia House. And then I had two that kind of didn't have to do with Aletheia House. But um, the one, uh, number four would be um, Miss Adia becoming our, our new supervisor. Um, I'm very oh. thankful for Miss Adia being patient with us. I'm very thankful for Miss Adia always wanting to strive for us to do better, um, motivating us and just <clears throat> pushing us to do our best um, in a way that that makes us want to tap in and bring out our best potential. Um, so thank you, Miss Adia, for everything that you've done. Um, my next uh, important thing was um, the Big Staff Christmas Party. Um, 
I was really excited. Uh, I thought it was going to be kind of weird because, like, you know, being the first Big Staff Christmas party on Zoom, um, it just wasn't – I just felt like it wouldn't be the same, you know. But the way that it was put together, the way it was handled, uh, the activities, it all worked out. And it was good to see a lot of people that we haven't seen all year. So I thought that was really good, and I thought that was that was a highlight of the year for me. Um the next one is, um, well, the lead trainings. Um, thought the lead trainings were good. Um, I thought that was a good way to keep our names out in the community, um, promote ourselves, um, basically just do outreach and being able to adapt to that very well. And um, I guess uh, the last one is just still standing. Um, it's been a crazy year. Um, for everybody, um, it's been a crazy year for me personally, and to go through everything that everyone has been going through this whole year and to still be here right now um, is a blessing. So thankful for that. And um, those are my four highlights. Yes. Okay, well, saving the best class. Um, I just laid. I just you would say that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I just like, Chris, look like girl, bye. Okay, so um, my top four moments I think number four would be uh, when we did the virtual resource fair, and me and Dariquez um, uh, came up with just like the, I guess, the video uh, presentation. Um, for that, that was a challenge. I think that was probably that would be one because we were able to step outside of our comfort zone um, and to make some stuff shake. Uh, and just like you know, along with the virtual resource fair, uh, when we did like the vision board and we started doing like the podcast and stuff, just like being able to you know start to create audio and design stuff we like we just started doing stuff that we didn't know we were capable of doing so yeah so derek is uh i'm gonna add him in on that one that uh the virtual resource fair uh so number three would be uh dr d you're in this one too um <laughs> when uh Macon county had we had our um it was like our focus group our, our youth leadership leadership meeting in Macon County. Um, that was the first time where honestly you were uh, able to like come to the table or have a seat at the table and to actually start like strategically planning um, for youth in their county. Um, and they were actually, you know, they people listened to them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's very rare, especially like in rural counties whatever but they were at the table they were comfortable they were in a safe place where they spoke um on how they felt and how they were feeling and some things that needed to be changed and you know they were just listening very well so that's definitely one for you know 2020 that's number three number two would be uh the podcast in bullet county that we started i want to say maybe like uh, uh October, um or whatever but it was so funny because you know i was teaching the youth just about like how to you know put content and stuff together and they had to 
come up with their, you know, their their name, their brand name. And, you know, they were so shy and they were so like, you know, giggly and stuff. And they just really seemed like they had a good time, though, creating something. Um, it was just like a really good experience. Um, and my last one would be uh when we did a t oh Lord, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to add one more in there. I know that I can't do that. But I gotta wait, it's two more. So when we did the TWC challenge. Uh, with you know Latasha and Jeff. Um, oh my gosh, that challenge did like so well. And one of the youth in the Bullet County, uh, he didn't want to participate at first, but then he came in with a vengeance, like last minute, and just like smashed the whole competition. Well, after that, we did you know the July Funorama. We did a TikTok challenge. Um, and this kid had created a TikTok. It was so funny. I know we played that TikTok about 10 times um, when we was done, doing our focus group. Everybody was, like, dying laughing. Um, so those are, I did, you know, I did five, but I'm sorry. But those are my top four moments of 2020. So. Oh, yay. So, man, y'all was bringing up stuff I forgot all about. That was just really awesome and yeah, 2020, becoming the coordinator, that was just a blessing because this is my element, the, the virtual stuff. That's what I've been doing for 10 years. So as bad as everything was, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I'm thankful, you know, that we were able to make it happen and that you guys were able to rock with me because I know, you know, sometimes we having to get a little tough with it, but... You know, I see it in y'all. So can't nobody tell me y'all y'all not dope because I see it. So moving on as we're getting to the downside, the or not the downside, but toward wrapping it up, the, the uh new norm podcast, it brings us to Doc's Corner. So those that know Dr. Dia know that I am of hip hop culture. I am hip hop is how I live, it is my brand. It genuinely say your path and i was gonna say i'm not a rapper but i am a rapper but it's not my career path because i rap for a living but it's my career path because i see the benefits of hip-hop as an empowerment tool i may rap on an episode me and ian we gonna get in the booth oh you gonna, so, you, gonna be on my, you gonna be on my next album period. she's a rapper period. not a rapper but she rap so on Doc's Corner, what I will be doing is talking hip hop, whether it's hip hop history or hip hop present. And today I'm going to talk about a little bit of both as we continue to mourn the loss of John Fletcher, also known as XC of the group Houdini. Um, oh my God! Yes, at the age of fifty-six, a few days ago, and so for those that might not know, um, Houdini. Now, I am considered the first generation of hip hop. It was people born. I think the latest is nineteen eighty. So I was born in nineteen seventy-nine. So I'm considered the first gener the first generation of hip hop. So even though I was a youngin, I do remember Houdini. I do remember the song Friends being on the radio. I do remember, of course, the freaks come out at night and one love. And so, uh oh, look at y'all. Everybody like, hey. So, yes. Yeah, so, ecstasy. Um, he was a member of Houdini that used to wear the Zorro hat. And so, mm -hmm. Houdini, 
um, was formed in 1982, and they went on to really shape how rap is as we know it today. They definitely brought that new style, that new vibe, and they were also in that first kind of era of rappers who were making videos. Now, like when you think about it, the first rap song on record was Sugar Hill Gang. And uh, hip hop, it was that. Yep. Okay. Yep, that was a first recorded <laughs> rap song. That was in 1979. That was the year I was born. And so that took hip hip hop global. But um, you know, in the years following, you know, we had to get into the video scene, the MTV and BET and all of that. So Houdini was really um, they were really revolutionary in that. And so um, you know, definitely want to say rest in peace to uh, Ecstasy of the group Houdini. I did see today on social media that his family has actually started a GoFundMe uh, to pay for his funeral services, mm -hmm. which I guess I should have like looked and got that link. But if you Google it, you can find it. Um, but yeah, rest in peace to Ecstasy, man. I, I was uh, bumping uh, One Love all like this weekend. I used to love that song. And uh, my kids are like, my, that's old. I'm like, you know what? It's classy. You yeah. know, we gotta, we gotta support the classics. So rest in peace to ecstasy. If you don't know who Houdini is, Google them, man. Google Houdini. Um, the song Friends is a powerful song. I actually use that in my curriculum. Um, but yeah, y'all check them out. So rest in peace. Also, R.I.P. Debo. Yes, Debo. Debo passed away. Yeah. Oh, What's even weirder? What's even crazy is he passed away on a Friday. So, now that that I didn't know. R.I.P. Debo. Man. Dang. Out of here, I know. I know. So as we. In on what seemed like a sad number, we just paying homage, you know, death is a part of life. But the way we're going to end every new norm podcast is kicking it with KP because, as D calls her the evangelist, she gonna have that word for us, she gonna have that positive message. So, come on with it, KP, straight up. <laughs> Take it. I will take it. Well, greetings, <laughs> greetings, everyone, and um, thanks again for allowing me to be a part of this phenomenal movement. Um, so just winding down, um, in not in my corner, kicking it with KP. What we want to embrace is you. We want to embrace um the uniqueness of you. Um, bringing in just some nuggets that we can do to kind of be kind to ourselves and making aware of our mental health. So a lot of times we've been hearing it, especially this year. Um, about mental health. So, you know, what is mental health? Mental health is your emotional, your psychological, your social well-being. It affects all of that. It affects the way you think, the way you feel, and most importantly, the way you act. So a lot of times we're harder on ourselves than we need to be. So embrace your uniqueness. Be you. Being you um, involves, like Dee was saying, whatever makes you happy with your clothing, that's your style. Embrace your style. With my good friend Ian, his writer's block, he's an artist. Embrace what makes you you. So, um, you know, a lot of times we get sidetracked looking at other people, what they have, what they don't have. But embrace what you do have. And we're definitely in that season, even though Christmas has passed, we're definitely in that season of hope and just embracing. Oh, my computer's going to do it again. 
Um, so just embrace that. Also, um, just the word of the day, amnity, A-M-I-T-Y. And that simply is a noun, simply meaning just peaceful harmony. So we all need to find that place of amnity, whether it's your home. A lot of us have been confined to our homes now. Um, so it, it can definitely be your home, your car. But in order for you to have that peaceful harmony, your mental has to be intact. So, you know, kindness is free. Be kind to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm hurt. My computer about to die now. Okay, kindness is free. I'm sorry. Kindness is free. So be kind to you. Be you and be kind to you. And also just tapping into um, what my good friend Ian was saying about um, the different outlets that you can use. Journaling. I found this one particular app. It's called the Mood app. It is completely free and it allows you to journal. And I haven't um, noticed how beneficial it was until I started using it personally. And I've been sharing it with a lot of other people. Just being able to get some of that stuff out your head. And, you know, you already have your phone anyway. So use it. You know, a lot of times we want to pick up pen and paper, but it's not readily available. We're living in the 20th century, so it's not readily available. But we all have a phone. And that journaling app, mood app, it will do wonders for you. So just be great, be you, and be kind to you. Thanks. Yes. Kicking it with KP. Now don't y'all feel better. I told y'all that she gonna bring that up this minute. Amnity. Amnity. All right, y'all. So episode one of the New Norm podcast is in the books, baby. We ended 2020 strong. We ended it strong like we started strong. And again, I want to salute everybody on this podcast because, man, we did it. We did it. And we didn't just do it for us. We did it for the communities we serve. We did it for the entire state of Alabama because people were looking at us. And I'm going to toot the horn because lead training with national. Okay? They were talking about child in D.C. So... Just know that we are out here working. If you want to be a guest on the New Norm podcast, hit us up on our Facebook page. You've been seeing us scroll across the bottom at AH Community Wellness. Message us and we will get you on. We will let you be a guest and, you know, get your message out because that's what we about. We really about connecting the dots. So, again, the New Norm podcast, we are well, where community meets wellness. Yes. Thank y'all. Peace.